I always think of the palm tree, the palm tree during a storm. You know, the palm tree is made very flexible so that it can withstand storms. God said we were going to flourish like a palm tree in Psalm 91. He didn't say an oak tree, and there's a reason why, because when an oak tree is in a storm, it'll snap. God said we're going to flourish like a palm tree. That means when the storm comes, we're going to just bend with it. We're going to be flexible. We're not going to snap because our roots go down deep, deep into the water, deep into the earth. Sometimes you can drive by a palm tree and look at it and say, ooh, Man, that hurricane got that tree. The hurricane itself might even say, ha, I got you. I got you. Look at you just laid out. But here's the thing. It's not uprooted. It's just laying down, but it's not uprooted. In a day or two, you come by it. It's like, ooh, I'm back. See, you have to have that comeback spirit. You have to have resilience. Delay gratification. Stick with it. Because if it's an honorable goal, a worthy goal, then the reward is well worth it. Hey, this is Don Damon, the Braveheart Mentor, and this is my podcast, The Bravehearted Woman. I'm here to raise the brave in you. So hit subscribe if you haven't done so. That way you'll never miss another episode. You ready? Let's get brave. Good to be with you again, you brave-hearted women. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Dawn Damon, and known also as the Brave-Hearted Mentor, because we're doing brave stuff. We're growing, we're blowing, we're becoming brave. And today I want to talk to you, I want to encourage your heart, because I just have a feeling there might be some out there that just say, I want to quit. So what do you do when you feel like you want to give up? Quitting, giving up calling uncle, throwing in the towel, all of those things, you feel like I'm done. Well, first of all, let's talk about the difference between I'm done and finishing well. You see, sometimes endings, well, they are necessary, aren't they? Sometimes a season is just over and wisdom demands that we discern that season and that we figure out, am I supposed to stay? Am I supposed to go? However, it turns out we are called to finish well, no bad endings, no crazy, you know, jump off the edge. We don't do things haphazardly as brave-hearted women, but as women of God, we want to finish well. If you feel released from something, then commit to a proper integrous conclusion. But think about if I want to quit a job, If I want to quit a relationship, maybe I want to quit an eating program, a commitment I've made. I want to quit school. I want to quit church. Discern your season, get some wisdom, get some counsel, talk to some advisors that you trust, get an informed and predetermined decision. That's what will help you finish well. Stay away from the rash, instant, impetuous actions. But if it's something more serious, I want to quit a bad habit. I want to quit sin. I want to quit this addiction that I'm caught in. I want to definitely quit this illegal behavior, or maybe you want to quit life altogether, get immediate help. That's not what I want to talk about today. Because if you're there, I guess no one knows how desperate you feel and how deep in over your head you are or how you feel. And you're probably trying to go it alone. You're probably trying to handle your issues all by yourself. 
never good. In fact, the desperation that you feel actually does come from trying to deal with your issues and your problems without any support and all by yourself. So that's the disclaimer to this, that maybe your season is done and you need to finish well, or maybe you're in a really desperate place and you need to get some help. But today, I'm talking about those that want to give up on their goals, on their dreams, those that want to give up on living large and you're just willing to accept average, you're going to give up on personal growth and development, your pursuit of greatness in God. Maybe you've been chasing something and you're just tired and you say, you know, I'm done. Or you're repairing something, you're restoring, you're mending, you're coming back from a dry spell, a season of financial reversal or a desert place. You're coming back from exile, a disappointment or discouragement, a cutback season. Sometimes, how many know God will cut back, prune, purge, and now you're rebuilding. Something in your life needs fortifying. Maybe you're rebuilding your marriage or your career. Maybe you're rebuilding your body, your finances, your reputation, whatever it is. Friends, here's the answer to that. We don't quit. We don't quit. We are called to endure and persevere and remain steadfast. My word for the year, steadfast, because you have a worthy and honorable goal. But sometimes we get to the place where we just think we want to be done. We want to throw in the towel. Let me tell you a few reasons why you get to that place. The first one is obvious. You get tired. Fatigue sets in. And when you want to give up, sometimes it's just because you're tired. My granddaughter is running track, smashing all the records. Maybe I shared this before, I don't know, but I was at the track meet and there was this little dude and he was running and he came around the corner and it was like he discovered for the first time, what, we're running hurdles? I mean, he knew he was running hurdles. These are 12 and 13 year olds who are learning to maneuver their body and you got arms and legs flailing everywhere as they're, you know, flailing and hurling themselves over these hurdles. But uh, this little guy, he was coming in last place. You could see the discouragement on his face. You could see that he didn't feel like he was doing well. And he was tired. And he got to the last hurdle and he just like stopped in his tracks and looked at the audience, shook his head. No, like not today. He just wanted to quit. He wanted to be done. And sometimes we are just done. You know, tired has a language all of its own, doesn't it? Fatigue will speak to you. You know, you're you're tired when you start to complain, when you're feeling overwhelmed. You know, you're tired when you start using the vocabulary of always and never, or you feel alone. I'm in this alone. Nobody's there for me. In the 12th step, they call it HALT, H-A-L-T. Never make a decision when you're hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. Because if you take yourself too seriously, when you're hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, you're about to make a bad decision, or you're going to act out in a way that's not well for you. It's not going to end good. So it's just stop, just halt. You're not in a good place. And sometimes, hey, we're just tired. You want to quit because maybe you're just physically tired. Let's talk about that for a minute. If you're physically tired, get some sleep, go to bed. God's mercies are new in the morning. Take a self-care day. Did I just really say that? I did. Take a self-care day because sometimes you do truly need it, but sometimes it's just mental fatigue and mental fatigue or exhaustion of the soul. 
that will mess with you, won't it? You get weary from, I think it's warfare or battle weary. Your mind is just being palmated, palmated, it's being beat up. Let's go with that, with uh, demonic suggestions and devilish whispers. And maybe the those around you are naysayers and problem identifiers and you're not feeling supported. Well, you want to quit when that happens. And one of the tactics of the enemy of Satan is to wear us down, to chip away at our soul and bring us negative news and disappointments. The Bible even says in Daniel 7 that he shall speak great words against the most high and weary out the saints. That's you and me. So weariness or getting mentally fatigued is a trick and it's, it's a, a tactic and a strategy that the devil will use to get you to stop. Here's another verse in Deuteronomy. It says that while you were weary and worn out, you were met on your journey and attacked by the enemy. You've been attacked. You've been on a, a journey and you're weary and you're worn out. That's when the enemy comes. That's when discouragement comes. That's when the language of fatigue comes. So get around some people who will build your faith. The faith comes by hearing. So get around some people who will speak life into you. Change your own vocabulary. Don't say, I can't, I won't, and it's not working. Change your mouth. You might be cursing your own spirit, your own soul by saying those kinds of things. Frustration, number two, that's another reason why we want to quit. We just get frustrated. Frustration, the feeling of being upset or annoyed, especially because we have an inability to change something. We can't fix it. We can't change it. And we can't control it fast enough. Can all the control freaks uh, that are listening and viewing on YouTube say, yeah, amen. Okay, that's me. And so you might just be frustrated because, you know, you feel like your progress is slow and you're not seeing results. That happens. We think our efforts aren't making a difference. And that's when morale starts to suffer and you can see it kind of go down. What was that old joke that we used to say? And the floggings will continue until the morale improves. You know, if you're flogging your own mind, if you're frustrated, your morale is not going to go up. Your courage has dissed you. It's called discourage, and you just feel like, I want to quit. But sometimes we underestimate what we can do with just little incremental steps. The Bible says steady plotting brings prosperity. Consistent plotting, little bits, baby steps on the regular, that's what brings prosperity. You don't have to have these big, massive quantum leaps or windfalls. Just do a little bit every day. And you might be just frustrated because your your expectation is too much. You're trying to, you're expecting too much, but you're underestimating or under expecting what you can do little bits over time. John Maxwell has this rule of five. He says this, if you have a tree in your backyard that you want to cut down, that needs to be cut down. And it's a big tree, but you just take the ax and you go outside and you just give it five big whacks a day. Eventually that tree is coming down. Eventually it's going to fall. So go ahead and give it five whacks a day. Patient endurance is what you need now, because when you've done the will of God, you're going to receive the promise. Maybe the third reason why we want to quit is we're just feeling afraid. And I do think that the spirit of fear, it masquerades as a prophet. 
Like it wants to predict for you a scary future. It wants to give you a picture, but not a godly picture. It wants to give you a scary picture of a future that is dim and gloom and sad and lonely and has nothing good in it. The doomsayer wants to say, you know, just quit because there's nothing good in front of you. And you just fear tomorrow. You have anxiety, you have concern, you have worry. But Jeremiah 29, 11 says, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to give you a future and hope. There is a future for you. There is a hope for you. We don't quit. We keep on going. And then sometimes we want to quit because we feel like we're failing. We say it's not working. I'm failing. I'm inadequate. I'm not good enough. And But you know what? Make failure your friend. Failure is the most informational, rich event and experience that you can have. Extract all the wisdom you possibly can from what that perceived failure is, because we know that failure is not a person. We know that failure has even been classified as an event, but honestly, it doesn't even have to be that. Failure is what you make it to mean. It might not mean you failed. It means you learned something. You got an education. You found out a way that this isn't going to work. Because within failure is always a gift. There's always something for you to learn and grow and develop from. So what do you do when you want to give up? Let me give you four things that you do want to do when you're ready to give up. And of course, the first one for me, when I feel tired or I feel like I want to just throw in the towel is I just pray. Because James 1.5 says, if anyone lacks wisdom, let them ask of God. And he's going to give it generously without shaming you. He will give you wisdom. He will lavish wisdom on you. So ask God, get some supernatural favor. How am I supposed to do this, God? What's the strategy? Inquire of God. He'll show you, he'll give you that wisdom. And the second thing to do is find a new strategy. I mean, you might have the right goal. You have the right outcome in mind, but you got the wrong strategy. Maybe what you're doing isn't going to work. Maybe ultimately what you want to have done is going to work, but the way you're going about it. So what do you lack? What isn't working well? What is working well? Where do you need to make adjustments? Where do you need to pivot? There's the word of 2020. And maybe just take a break. You know, sometimes when you take a break, you come back with fresh eyes. And when you come back with fresh eyes, you see something that you didn't see before. In fact, for me, that almost always happens as a writer and an author. I got some of my books right here the freedom challenge that I've written, some others. When I am writing and I think the manuscript looks good, I'll leave it for a few days and then I'll come back and I'll look at it. And the first thing I see is like, oh, that's wrong. That's misspelled. There's a word missing. My brain inserted that word every time. I just needed to take a break. If you're stuck or, or you're up against a wall and something's not working, hey, take a break. Come back with fresh eyes. You'll probably easily see a new strategy, some creativity and find supportive people, get some advice. We used to say when we were entrepreneurial spirits starting a church, we would say, if we weren't the pastors of this church and someone else came in and took over this church, what would they do? And then we would mention a few things that we're pretty sure that they would do. And then we'd say, well, let's walk out that door, come back in and let's do that thing. So what would someone else do in your space? Do that. The third thing that we need to do is just get a new focus. So 
again, get your eyes off of what's going wrong and even how you feel about what's going wrong. Because I want to tell you, there's four laws of focus. And if you're looking at the wrong thing, listen, the four laws of focus, what I focus on, I find more of, or I draw more of it to myself. I attract more of it. What I focus on becomes really large, just takes over all the space in my mind. That's all I can see. What I focus on becomes real. It feels real. And my body and my brain doesn't know the difference between what I'm living up here and what I'm living here. And what I focus on, I become. So be careful what you're focusing on. And then maybe help someone else. Get your eyes off of you and start serving and being a contributor to someone else in need. Because that's when you get your eyes off and you get a new focus and a fresh focus. I just mentioned it before. You're going to come back and see things differently. And then finally, I'm going to leave you with this last one. You need to ignite a new fighting spirit. You do need a comeback spirit. You need to dig down deep, find your grit and your glitter. You need to find your fighting spirit. You need to come back. And the way you do that is to connect with your why. Why is this important to you? Why did you have this goal to begin with? Visualize your success. What does it feel like to reach this goal? How is it changing the lives of those you love and impacting those around you? What happens to you? How much more health do you have? How much more finances do you have? How is your relationships better? How is your body stronger and healthier? Whatever it is, connect to your why. And then remember your past victories and motivate yourself to add this victory to the list too. Because you know how you felt when you smashed that last goal. You know how it was when you didn't think it was going to happen. And then finally you pressed through and you got that breakthrough. Get a comeback spirit about you. I always think of the palm tree, the palm tree during a storm. You know, the palm tree is made very flexible so that it can withstand storms. God said we were going to flourish like a palm tree in Psalm 91. He didn't say an oak tree. And there's a reason why, because when an oak tree is in a storm, it'll snap. God said we're going to flourish like a palm tree. That means when the storm comes, we're going to just bend with it. We're going to be flexible. We're not going to snap because our roots go down deep, deep into the water, deep into the earth. Sometimes you can drive by a palm tree and look at it and say, ooh, man, that hurricane got that tree. The hurricane itself might even say, ha, I got you. I got you. Look at you. are just laid out. But here's the thing. It's not uprooted. It's just laying down, but it's not uprooted. And a day or two, you come by it. It's like, whoo, I'm back. See, you have to have that comeback spirit. You have to have resilience. Delay gratification. Stick with it. Because if it's an honorable goal, a worthy goal, then the reward is well worth it. And I'm going to leave you with this verse in Philippians 1.6. He who began a good work will be faithful to complete it in you. All right? in you. That's the truth, brave-hearted sister. Don't give up. Don't quit. Don't throw in the towel. I'm going to say it again. If you're in a desperate place, I want you to get some help right away. Tell someone, a trusted friend, an advisor, a pastor, a counselor, a medical professional, don't go it on your own. And remember, if you're feeling tired, really emotionally and physically tired, it's because you're trying to do it all by yourself and you weren't created to do that. If your season is done and you know you've sought the Lord and you've asked him and you feel a release in your spirit, then finish well. 
finish with integrity. Don't walk away, leave a hot mess. Finish well. Connect the dots. Do what you got to do so that when you walk out of that, whatever it is, that it's God honoring and you'll never be embarrassed or never be ashamed to return back to that place. I think about pastors and people who resign and leave churches. Do it right. Do it well. But for everyone else, you're running a good race. Keep on running. Don't you quit. You got to keep going. Okay, that's what I have for you today. Hey, I want to give you a free gift. If you have not downloaded my ebook, Ignite Your Confidence and Soar with Self-Esteem, then you need to get that free gift. And you can catch that by just clicking on the link there below. And if you need a little coaching and you need some help and you're stuck, my intellectual property, my journey for you, my coaching program for you is exactly what you need. Just get the free gift and then you'll get an opportunity for a strategy call with me. I look forward to meeting with you and talking with you. That's what I have for you. Thanks all for who are watching on YouTube. Don't forget to review me, like me, and send this podcast to someone so they can listen to it. If you love this podcast and you want to see it elevated in the rankings, I sure would. Help me out. Write me a review. All right, everybody, I'm going to leave you like I always do. Don Damon, your Braveheart mentor, telling you to find your brave and live your vision. Thanks for hanging out with me today and becoming brave. If this has helped you, be sure to share it with someone and subscribe so you never have to miss another episode. For more about me, my books, my coaching, or online courses, visit DawnDamon.com. And as always, be brave and live your vision.